This is Nerd Pundit Radio, your nerd home away from home. Hello and welcome to Nerd Pundit Radio. I'm one of your hosts, Special Mikey. Long here with the Hindu Anthony. What's up, Buttercup? And Super Vegan Brian. Hello, how are you guys today? Yes, and today's topic is TV. We're going to cover everything under this wide, beautiful array that is the television device, probably mounted on your wall or sitting on some form of stand. So, but first, let's do some house cleaning. I need to know about my buddies today, how they've been. Anthony, uh, anything new in the world of gaming that you've been delving into? Um, Okay, so nothing particularly new yet. I've been playing some Overwatch. It's great. The rest of the world. People should play Overwatch. Um, I don't have... There's really not much new I can say about that that hasn't already been said. I re-downloaded and started playing Cities Skylines yesterday. That's a fun one. Um, It's a city sim game. Oh, what a time suck that would be. Oh, you have no idea, man. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. I I spent an entire night just watching people play it. I'm making (laughs) my perfect socialist utopia. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to build uh, capitalist city next to it and burn it to the ground. <laughs> what do you think of freeway interchanges? Do you like building them? Oh, I no. Freeways, they're, they're difficult for me. I'm just Maybe because I just was never good at math. Well, I, neither it's, of part, us. It's, it's, part, it, it's a lot of geometry involved. Look, neither of us are civil engineers, <laughs> so we can't do it. I, I just go like, uh, how do I fix this? Roundabout. That's what I'll do. Roundabouts. Roundabouts solve all traffic problems. That's the, the, the yeah, but you put it in places that are like the two fifteen at rush hour. And yeah, like, roundabouts are like the duct tape of, of traffic issues. Anybody not from California listening to this, two fifteen is a massive freeway. Anyone not from California, it would just be two fifteen. You wouldn't say they. Yeah, I I heard that's there's a like point. a big thing that that's like a big tell that you're from California if you put the in front of. Well, it's because the freeways used to not have used to just be called the names, not the numbers. So it would be like the Santa Monica Freeway. But when they changed it to the number system, people just started calling it the before the number because they were already saying the Santa Monica Freeway or the San Palto Freeway or whatever. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. And so then we- I got Evolve Stage 2 because that's free to play right now. Really? Um, yeah. Well, Evolve was is this um, isometric game of four people for like um, – Hunters versus one monster. So it's five people playing. One person plays as the big bad monster. The other four are the hunters trying to kill the monster. The original game had a lot of people who bought it. And then it kind of floundered because it had some very glaring flaws with the game. And they have fixed a lot of these flaws and made the game free to play. And a lot of people have jumped on board. Why is it called stage three now? <clears throat> stage two. Oh, why is it called that? They just That's what they decided to name it after they changed it. Ah, I see. And as far as new gaming stuff, I am actually very excited. Me and Mike were talking about this before the show started. Tomorrow will be opening for the early access to the E3 darling that is We Happy Few. Yeah, you were telling me about this. This sounds like something I would actually really get into. Yeah, um, it was a big it game that popped up in E3 and everybody just fell in love. It is a crowdfunded game made by an indie developer, so that's always cool. And a lot of indie, 
a lot of really good games are coming out of indie developers. Well, yeah, because they're not stuck. To, they don't have to stick to certain formats. Yeah, exactly. And so they're oh. they're trying new things that are cool. Not all indie developers do great idea. I mean, for every good indie developer, there's like a thousand shitty ones. Oh, but we- most of the great games that are coming out, I'd say, are coming from from the indie field. Oh, and, I agree. And this game looks like one of those. It's going to be just a home run. It is a game set in a retro futuristic alternate universe uh, alternate timeline of 1960s england where everyone is taking a drug called joy and joy is a hallucinogenic that makes you see things in a more pleasant light it causes you to feel happy and giddy and great and everything is fucking flowers and daisies when everything is kind of shit actually like the, the people are eating rats eating clumps of dirt i i greatly suggest all of you to go on YouTube and look up the trailer for We Happy Few. It is phenomenal, and we'll pretty much explain everything. Alright, writing it down so I can have it watched and can talk about it next week. We have Yeah, I'm gonna write that down too. Yes, the main character who you are is a person you, it, it is a survival game, and you have to survive after this character decides I'm gonna stop taking joy. Hmm. And then they finally see the world for how it is off of the drugs... And you have to escape the city, and people don't like the fact that you're not taking the drug. Actually, it's against the law. You get fucking murdered for not taking joy. And they call you a downer, and nobody likes a downer. So the whole (laughs) point is you have to escape, you have to survive, you stay rested, stay hydrated, stay full, so that your mood is good, because if you're not feeling good, your mood goes down, and people can see that you're unhappy and that's when they realize oh shit you're a fucking downer and they start pulling out clubs and bats and start beating the fucking shit out of you with smiles and creepy like clown white makeup like everyone has like white faces it's weird as shit that's creepy as fuck that's really creepy super excited for tomorrow it's going to be an early it's going to be an early access so there obviously will be problems i don't normally jump on early access games but i think i will well this is like right up your 1984 alley Oh yeah, it, it's it's all 1984 Brave New World esque. It's that whole kind of just alternate, just the the government is secretly making everything seem better than it is, kind of thing. I think I'm going to have a lot of fun watching people play that game. <laughs> me too. Me too. I should oh. totally make a start a Twitch channel and and play. That's that'll be my first Twitch Twitch show. Yeah, it would. That'd be awesome. I'd, I'd watch you play. That would be fun. So, well, that's enough of me. I've been talking for far too long. <laughs> yeah, you kind of have. So, Brian, I'm really interested. What? Um, how's your Pathfinder gaming going? All right. So, or- last week I said I had something big planned that didn't happen, so I can talk bum, about bum, it now. Bum, bum, bum. Go ahead. Um, the um, party went to court to defend a friend, and the big secret that I couldn't talk about was the judge was possessed by a contract devil. Oh, that's so cool. And at the same time, there was a terrorist that was planning on attacking who was linked to an enemy of the party. So I had a level 20 alchemist and this contract devil in the same room at the same time. And it was really tense and really cool. And when, of course, one of the party members cast true seeing right before they walked in the room. Oh, Ah, ruined everything. It didn't because I had the, the alchemist had maxed out disguise. So... It was still really hard to see through his disguise. Oh, and that's good. I didn't know how true seeing worked with um, 
with possession, but I decided to get thematic with it. And I just had, you can see smoke and fire coming out of the eyes and you could see like an outline of horns around the guy. Ooh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it erupted into, the court went on and I wanted to make a balance between action and like tense drama. So we did like 15 minutes of tense drama and then combat broke out. Nice. It was it was pretty it was pretty cool. Then the unfortunately the alchemist got hit by a crowd control effect and was just out for the whole combat before he got. Oh. But it was still good. It was still good, right? Um, they just started on a sea voyage after that because that was delaying. The guy they were defending was the owner of the ship that they were going to use, and they had to get him cleared so they could use his ship. And they're going to rescue one of the characters' mothers. Ah, they fought a giant Japanese monster called the Sea Bones, which is the undead remains of a shipwreck that rises out of the water 60 feet into the air, um, just looking like a black humanoid shape. So like the Black Pearl? Worse. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a human, it's a humanoid shape with like inky black skin like that of a squid, but in the dark, it just looks like water coming out of water, shaped like a human. So, yeah, people use fire attacks thinking it's a water. Uh, <laughs> and um, then we did, um, I did um, 13 rock demons, which was 13? great. 13, yeah. Well, they're, they're 15th level with mythic levels in the Pathfinder system. So, they're treated as being 17th level characters. Whoa. So, the, it's getting real high stakes. We're, and we plan on going to 20th and actually playing at 20th for a while. Holy oh, crap. wow. That's when shit gets real, real fucking bad. If they, that's when shit gets completely unreal and unprecedented, where the rules don't really make sense anymore. Well, yeah, that's when you start fighting, like, gods and things like that. Yeah. So, um, so Michael, we know that your life has gotten really busy, and you're a <laughs> family man, and you don't have a lot of time for nerdy stuff. Um, what keeps you busy? What do you, what do you, what do you try to fill your little amount of free time with and be yourself? Well, recently I've been, I, I've actually been really latching onto reading outside of Pokemon Go because I can actually do that like on my lunch breaks and stuff. But, uh, do you I've read stuff reading. about Pokemon Go? Because that's hilarious. I've read a couple articles, but I've never drawn really like deep into it. I read that article about using Pokemon Go as a business model to improve business for your for your home business or, or your, um, your small business. Oh yeah. So I have, I have a, I have a thing to say about that actually. Um, some people, I guess this week cracked the, um, Pokemon go code. It's called code mining or data mining. And they looked at the code and they figured a lot of shit out. Like, um, all these different like rules and, and mechanics that the game doesn't tell you about. That's actually in the code. One of the things they found was they found names of, businesses in there like mcdonald and what they are thinking is going to happen is that there are going to be events at businesses and maybe yeah. that businesses might be able to set themselves up as pokey stops for events and well, things like that and i'm like that's what the trailer led me to believe super yeah awesome. well niantic the the company that makes it they were saying they were stating in one of the new updates that they're probably going to do sponsored pokey stops which is basically companies can go and pay a nominal fee, and then they get a Pokestop at their business, and it promotes them. Can I call my house a business and pay to turn my house into a Pokestop? <laughs> you know what? Honestly, I, if you paid the money, I think so. Because it's um, it's supposed to be their form of in-game adver- advertising. 
uh, which I don't know how I fully feel about it. Uh, the main book I'm reading right now is uh, Rough, Rough, Rough Riders, the story of Theodore Roosevelt, his Rough Riders, and their mortal charge up San Juan Hill. Oh, that sounds interesting. I'd love to read that. That's it's right. It's I very forget. good. I forget, Michael. You're a big history nerd. The the book Massive that history. you actually might be interested in that's been on my history book list for a while now that I, I've been dying to read is The History of Salt. What's that on? <laughs> <laughs> a little off of it's like not about salt at all. It's actually about pepper. I think it's called Salt to <laughs> History. Uh, well, I mean, is it if really you're a history salt? buff, you know how big of a deal salt is in history. Well, yeah, yeah. Most of the legion, most of most centurions and legionnaires in the Roman Empire didn't get paid with money; they got paid with salt. It's where the term salary comes from. No, the more you nerdy know, the more you nerdy know. Well, I know the that more salt you is, nerdy know. I, I know that salt is a pretty big fucking deal when it comes to the fact that of how we were able to survive. I know that much. I know without salt, a lot of food would have went bad and. We wouldn't have been able to make civilization as easily as we do. Yeah, because it, it caused us to. It's actually one of the fundamental bases of food storage. Because when you would slaughter an animal, you would either have to eat the whole thing then, or get rid of it, and you'd it'd be wasted out, and you'd have to go hunting the immediately, like pretty much the next day. Yeah, refrigeration is kind of new. Yeah, it's only refrigeration, like modern refrigeration, is only close to a hundred years old. Before they, uh, all the way up till the late 1800s, they had to salt cure meat. They, it, it's like a, basically a form of smoking because that was the only way to keep it because they're getting rid of the bacteria. And a lot of times they actually had to rehydrate meat in order to eat it. All right. Speaking of which, I don't talk about the super vegan stuff on the call that often. So here's Brian's weekly super vegan topic. I found a recipe <laughs> for vegan smoked salmon. Ooh, that actually sounds really cool. It takes all day to make and it doesn't, and you don't, you can't eat it. You have to keep it in the fridge for like a month before you can eat it. Really? Um, but well, cause you have to take carrots and you have to salt, you have to, um, cover them in salt and then bake them on low for like eight hours. So you're Jeez. replacing the salmon with carrots? Yes. Okay. 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 Because carrots have a malleable texture and you can get that silky salmon texture as long as you give them time to actually like get to that state yeah it's it's um it's heat it's heat salt curing is what you're doing you're actually salt curing the 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 so it's almost like old it's you're almost literally smoking it yeah and then you take the carrots you take you you break the salt off of them you take the skin off of them and then you slice them into salmon shapes then you have to put it in a coconut vinegar marinade um, for basically a month. Shit. Well, you, you gotta really want this. Yeah. Then you serve it with capers and, you know, whatever you would serve with salt with, with um, but I want to do the, I'm just, I'm, I'm making a big deal about it. I'm getting, um, gluten-free bagels. I'm getting gluten-free. I'm getting, um, because I'm gluten-free too. I don't think I've ever yeah, mentioned that to the. Yeah, people. you are. Yeah. He's, he's gluten-free. Like, and it's not just a life choice. It's a health necessity. Yeah. And I'm getting vegan, vegan, um, cream cheese. And that, I'm going to do mean. the whole bagel and cream cheese and smoked salmon experience. <laughs> I will come over way. for that. The vegan gluten free way. I'm, I'm actually going to break my, um, my veganism plan for this, um, 
Christmas because I want to try something new. My Swedish friend is going to come over and make lutefisk, and I've never had it, and I really want to try it. I've always wanted to try lutefisk. I, I always decided that if I if I came across a particular meat that I'd never tried before and I'd never have a chance to try again, I think I would temporarily stop my vegetarianism to be like, okay, I guess I'll try Rocky Mountain Oyster. <laughs> Dude, I got that. I gotta go hunting. I don't think they would taste very good for me or be or because it's just been so long since I've eaten meat. I mean, fish. Yeah, you guys really want to try been, it because you're gonna get sick. I've been on and off pescatarian, but um, I haven't eaten meat in, since I was 18, so that's 19 years. Oh yeah, yeah. You you'll get violently sick because your body actually forgets how to process that complex protein. That yeah. You Speaking of that. I actually had to put a stop to my vegetarianism for like one meal one a little bit ago. What? Mm-hmm. Me and you the didn't wife. Tell me about this. Me and the wife went to go get sushi, and I got the veggie rolls, and those were good. You know, lots of avocado and shit. And she got the California rolls, and the sushi guy was like, "This has fish. Are you okay with that?" My wife's like, "Sure, that's okay. Okay." So she eats it. She gets to the last three rolls that have like the fish on it. She eats the one with the shrimp, but she doesn't eat the other three. And I'm like, are you, are you not hungry? What's up? Because uh, if you're not hungry, we could just box it and take it later. She said, no, I don't, I don't want it anymore. I was like, you need to want it anymore. Well, I, I thought I wanted it, but then all of a sudden I decided I don't want fish. And I'm like, the guy told you it was going to have fish. You didn't want fish. Could have just not eaten it. <laughs> Just not buying it. Oh, the domestic joy of being married. <laughs> so, yes, Brian, you, this is what you can look forward to. It's going to happen eventually. So she's sitting there, and I'm like, well, what are you going to do? She's like, I'm going to throw it away. I was like, Bro, shit. no! Exactly. So I was like, okay. So I had a moral dilemma. What's worse? To allow food that I bought be thrown away or eat it. And I decided that, that it was a far worse moral crime to throw away perfectly edible food when there are people out there starving. Yeah, I agree. And was it good? Uh, I'm not, I'm, I was never a big fan of raw fish to begin with, so... Meh. So you made a sacrifice. You drew yeah. the sacrifice. I, and, but here's the thing. The next day I thought, I was thinking to myself, I was like, fuck, I could have just given it to a homeless guy. Why don't I just do that? <laughs> homeless guy's in there. Why do I want shit you didn't you, want to You would have had to gone through the dilemma of finding a homeless guy. And when you're looking for, when you're looking for, because I was in sociology when we had to do, when we had to interact with people we normally wouldn't interact with to learn about different social things and looking for a certain group is impossible. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it actually like finding a group that you see all the time when you're actually intentionally looking. It's insane. Oh. Brian, quick interjection. Where is Anthony calling from this week? Anthony is calling from the frigid Siberian tundra. Siberia. Yeah, it's so cold here. We sent him out there on um, to um, to Canuck to Canuck Con 2016 for his view <laughs> on um, local indigenous um, Siberian Aboriginal life comic series. <laughs> He's. Seal clubbers. <laughs> Why? I hate them. That's the there. Don't like them. You saw the interview. There's a lot of social commentary in that comic series. Oh, oh, comic. It's a comic. Never mind. Yeah, I thought you meant actual seal clubbers, 
And then I went, well, maybe they're okay. Maybe they're well, just there, going to there are clubs actual with seal seals. clubbers up there. Maybe they're just going to clubs with seals. So if you see, if, you know, you have anything important to share, please interject. And, um, hopefully the you don't freeze to death before the end of this call. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's so cold here. Yeah. So cold. So we've been talking. We've been talking about what's been going on for 22 minutes now. Um, <laughs> what's what's our topic again? Oh, right. TV. Yeah, we have topics. That's right. Yes, yes. Well, I, I don't know about you guys, but I, I really do enjoy TV. I, I was one of those kids that grew up watching a crap ton of it. And as you can tell, it has warped a lot of my sensibilities. <laughs> I'm very out there. I'm a horrible, horrible couch potato. No, I'm not. I was. But I, I watched it since I was a real little kid. Did, did either of you guys like, were you guys, you guys like really like into TV growing up or were you more active kids? Like you, Brian, were you? Um, TV before school every day. I love Lucy. Oh, um, I love, I also love watched Lucy. a lot of Nick at Night before it turned into TV land. I watched a crap ton of Nick at Night. That was like my thing. I loved the summer blocks they did where it was like one day was like just a crap ton of one show and the next day was a crap ton of another show. I just used to watch Donna Reed, My Three Sons, um, and um, Dobie Gillis every single night. I never watched Dobie Gillis. Oh, Dobie Gillis is so good. I wish everybody could see it. I have no idea what the oh. fuck you're talking about. I've never heard of any of those shows. Um, <laughs> help me out here, Mike. Who played Gilligan? I can't remember his real name. This is Denver something Denver? Yeah, something is Denver. It Bob? Bob Denver? No, 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 it was um, I can't remember, but it, but he's in it. Um, he plays Maynard G. Krabs, who's a beatnik. Uh-huh. Nice. And it's about this guy Dobie Gillis and his friend and their shenanigans and. The biggest thing I remember is his dad owned a corner drugstore and they, um, I don't, you guys live on the West Coast. I don't know if you know this, but in, on the East Coast, you used to be able to return bottles to any store for the deposit. Um, oh, really? And so yeah. what they would do is they'd, um, they'd break into the back of the store and they'd take the bottles and they'd go to the front of the store and they'd just return the same bottles to get money from his dad. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. And this was an old show. This it was fifties, so Beatniks it that that's what dates it. It was it was wonderful. That's a, yeah. The many loves of Dobie Gillis. And then I think it just changed into Dobie Gillis later. But yeah, that was um that was an early role of Gilligan. Nice. That's really good. That Gilligan's Island is one I watched a lot on Nick at Night. I also watched Mary Tyler Moore. I did a lot of I, I got up real early for school, so I did a lot of that. And then after school, I think my bit I mean, this is super nerdy. But the Disney Afternoon. I remember the Disney Afternoon. I don't. I didn't have cable at that time. DuckTales. DuckTales. I do remember DuckTales, though. Oh, this wasn't cable. This was... um, It was on Channel 7? I think it was ABC. I I assume ABC. It was either 7 or 9. Never saw it. I didn't see DuckTales, though. But they had DuckTales. They had Darkwing Duck. They had Rescue Rangers. And Tailspin. I'm an idiot. I saw all those shows. I didn't know it was called the Disney whatever, whatever. Disney, yeah, you know, it was before the Disney Channel took all that over. Yeah, I watched all those shows. Love Disney Duck had Tales. a contract with, it was probably ABC, but they had a contract with them and said that they would do this TV block. Let's see. And then whenever, basically when, yeah, it was ABC because when they bought ABC, they pulled the programming and put it back on Disney and they made a whole new lineup for Disney. Fuck for ABC. You know a lot about TV. I know a lot about everything. <laughs> I know it, a good it, about 
It's the wisdom of age. It's nothing special about me. And when you're when you're as old as I am, you'll you'll know a lot about stuff too. No, Brian has a white beard. Little whippersnappers. No, I'll know a lot about useless shit like I do now. <laughs> I know a lot of useless crap, and I because I, I just pick up information. And if it's something I like, I keep it. Uh, Disney Afternoon was syndicated, so it was on different channels in different states. Yeah, they did a they did a, but the main anchor, at least for California, was ABC because yeah. they were trying to buy ABC. Um, Gargoyles with Disney Afternoon. I love it's Gargoyles. A, that was one of my favorite kid shows. That, that show was just amazing. People died on that show. It was great. Yeah, it was legit, man. But I think my favorite kid show was probably the Batman. I was gonna just say that the or, Batman or, was it oh, Batman God. animated series for you or the Batman? I think it was. Uh, I could Google that real quick, but I think it was the Batman. I think it was animated series because they did because yeah, the Batman didn't come. I think the Batman was relatively recent, but you can watch it on it Netflix is. now. You can watch the Batman if you want to check it out. That's that the series one where, was pretty good. They really distorted the lore, but it was really good. It you can see a lot of what they've pulled out of the Batman on the new Fox series Gotham. There's a lot yeah. of influence of that where they made um they made um Alfred a former military guy. Yeah. They well that's one thing they did in Batman Earth One. Yeah, it's animated Alfred's series a, that I saw. In, yeah. Alfred in, in Batman Earth One, the comic the the, the run the the mini comic that they did, the the short run, he's a retired SAS member that was best friends with uh, Thomas Wayne, and they met because he needed a prosthetic leg. I heard that um, I, in my um, all-day refresh the last few days of Comic-Con stuff going on, because Comic-Con's going on right now, um, I saw that um, they honored the Batman animated series Harley Quinn costume in um, Suicide Squad that's coming out next month. Oh, yeah, that's next amazing. Week. Yeah, and the clip. That's so cool. Here's a, if you guys don't want to hear spoilers, log out. But three, two, one, your own fault. In the clip they show, she picks up the original costume and hugs it and then throws it down and puts on the slutty one. Yeah, it was a collection of B-roll from the film, so you can get all sorts of little details. That's yeah. so cool. So, the, the Harley Quinn from the animated series was my Harley Quinn, because I thought she was just wonderful. If you want to see a really good representation of Harley Quinn, see the movie... Um, Assault on Arkham. Oh, yes. I've seen that one. That one's really good. Oh, so great. So about that show, about that show, as I said last week, tonight, me and the wife were going to go see The Killing Joke in theaters. Wow, so tonight. Yeah, we're seeing it tonight. Yeah. Yeah, party. My childhood will be reborn on the big screen. It's going to be awesome. You ever read Killing Joke? I haven't. Yeah, have you heard? Uh, I'm. Okay, we are not going to spoil the killing joke, but I am going to ask a question. Have you heard about the controversy? Uh, with um, Batgirl? Yeah. Let's yeah, not heard, spoil it. Let's just say that, that yeah. there's some controversy going on. But yeah, yeah. I don't care. The picture. I don't care. I, I don't care if it did or not. I mean, it's really heavily implied. But you know what? Still an amazing story. And it just makes him more of a monster. Uh, a little off topic. But I wanted to reference last week, we were talking about the accusations of um, misogyny in Avengers. Yes. Yeah. I I looked it up. Um, it's because of Black Widow Speak, where she talks about how she can't have kids, and then she talks about how she's a monster. And she was saying that she's a monster because she killed people. But the yeah. way it sounds oh. is she's a monster because she can't have kids. That's, and people got really upset about it. I knew what she meant. Yeah. 
And it wasn't intended, but it was just the way that di- the dialogue was a little clumsy and it ended up sounding like that. But I, when I saw it, I didn't see that, but other people I, did. I didn't see it that way at all. I knew what she was saying. So, okay. tangent over. Back wait, to wait. Tangent. If we're going to talk about oh. old old episodes, I have to make a correction. I made a mistake last episode. I said the name of the character for the main character for the Dark Tower series was John. No, John is the name of the main character's father. The main character is Roland. Yes, we none of us caught that, and I've read this. Yeah, this is this is new podcast doing house cleaning halfway through the call instead of at the beginning. Yeah, because we don't really know what house cleaning means yet. We'll learn. We'll learn. We'll learn. <laughs> who who needs who needs a plan and direction? Do whenever. Well, I I wouldn't I wouldn't have caught your fact, Anthony. I haven't read the books, but I. I, I hear they're fantastic, and I'd love to read them. I read them. Really and I should read them. They're very good. They're a very surreal trip. You would like them. So we talked have- about Disney Afternoon. Yeah, that it's. I, I think that's a huge nerd show influence on all of us. Oh, very much so. What Consider- else? What did you watch, Anthony? Since you didn't have cable. Yeah, were you a lot of TV watching kid because uh, or not because of the cable situation? Uh, okay, so as I said, there's a lot of gaming. Um, there was also a lot of playing outside, but when I wasn't gaming and not playing outside, I did watch some TV, just like the basic channel stuff. So the Batman's, um, DuckTales, we already mentioned that, little DuckTales, Gargoyles, Spider-Man, Power Rangers, Teenage oh. Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh my gosh, I had, I watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles when it first aired at, um, when they put it on at six in the morning. Before it went real mainstream, it aired as a little miniseries at six in the morning on one of the networks. Do any of you remember a show called The Amazing Tick? Yes, I loved that cartoon. Wasn't it just called The Tick? Or no, I think it was The Tick. Yeah, it was just The Tick. Yeah, I watched that a lot. That was a lot of our viewers are going to be like, are going to be like, remember it? That show's legendary. That show's amazing. Yeah, Yeah, they're doing a live action. They're doing a. Well, did you know it was action. made as live action, and now no, they're doing a new live action. It's not going to have the same cast. Oh, it's going to be new. Ah, oh, so no Batman. Well, well, I'm. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to have the same idea. I. The only reason they used Batman well is because they couldn't use Deflator Mouse because yeah. um, I want to say Disney owns all that, but they, I could be wrong. It might be another big company, but I know a big company owns all that. Somebody has it. Um, so they couldn't use any of the character names other than the Tick and Arthur. So oh. Batman, well, um, and a lot of the other characters were added in for the show, and that's great. They had to. Um, they, they made it. Really, it worked really well. And just to give another podcast some credit, I got that information from the Failure to Launch podcast on Stitcher. Ah. Well, failure launch, yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty cool. I've oh, heard you of them. listen to that one. It, yeah, it's, it it only has like it only has like ten episodes so far. They're really new. and They don't have a huge listenership. So, uh, if you haven't checked that one out, check it out. It's really good. It's really good. Um, there's one that I the if we're gonna plug other podcasts real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I just started listening to one that I really like. They're about twenty two episodes in. It's called Midlife Ballers, and it's just a general yeah Midlife session. Ballers. You listen to that one. I haven't even heard of it. It's it's, really it's the brother of one of the hosts of Kind of Funny. Yeah. It's I haven't heard fun. of that one either. Listen to Game Over Greggy and Midlife Ballers. They're both very good. Uh, very nerdy. Uh, Game Over Greggy, a little bit more nerdy-esque than Midlife Ballers, but they're really good. 
So back to TV. Go back to TV. And not to other people's shows because our, our catchphrase, show is our catchphrase for this podcast is back to TV. <laughs> back to the subject. Um, I'm going to name a show and you guys are going to like probably laugh that I watched. It. Um, I used to watch Soul Train with my mom as a kid. <laughs> I used to watch Soul Train whenever I couldn't fall asleep at night, like oh, it, like three in the morning. Show. I don't really? know what about it was that I, I'm sure it's a great show. I'm sure it's entertaining. I don't know why I didn't like it. And then, oh, at night, I would watch The Crypt Keeper. <laughs> oh, I love oh, that. I would catch that every now and then and just sit in bed for like an hour and a half going, I'm not going to die. I'm not going to die. I'm not going to die. I'm okay. I'm fine. We it's didn't cool. have HBO. I don't know how I watched it, but I, I somehow watched some parts of it. I, I really liked the movies. The, the movies terrify me. Uh, the Demon Knight one movie. That one was really. Oh, good. that was how I was introduced to Billy Zane. Now, me too. I would, I would watch The Crypt Keeper when I was like, I was five, six years old, staying up way later than I should have watching The Crypt Keeper because. That, that's me. That's me. I was, I was just not a good kid. Not a good kid. I saw Demon Knight before I saw The Phantom. So that so, makes me think of Nick at Night, where we're more. Um, I got a lot of Twilight Zone Outer Limits. Oh, I used to love the Outer Limits. I, I, I was, I, I was an expert on the Twilight Zone when I was a little kid because I'd just seen so many episodes, and we watched it. Was it Thanksgiving where they do the marathon? Yeah, it's a Thanksgiving, it's a Thanksgiving Twilight Zone marathon. And I just I recently watch- watched um, the remakes, the one that Forrest Whitaker hosted. Those are good. That, that one was good. Yeah, I, was good. I liked. Um, I liked the Outer Limits they did in the 90s. That one was really good. I also watched uh, The X-Files, the, the original X-Files. When I, I just started re-watching that. that not that long ago because they're all on I'm, Hulu. I'm thinking about re-watching it because I actually, you know what? The show really kind of freaked me out a little bit because I was young. Yeah. And I really liked it. I heard the reboot's kind of sucky. The six-episode arc, it didn't. It's not a reboot. It's just new episodes. Yeah. Well, I heard it's kind of sucky. Uh, no, no, it's not. No, it's it's good. It's, it's fantastic. It's They're for, wrong. The people that you talked to are wrong. <laughs> no, it's for hard. It's for hardcore fans. It really is. If, if anybody who said that it wasn't good didn't really like the show, I'm not a super hardcore fan, and I still really enjoyed it. Um, that's what I like about you, Brian. I I really enjoyed it a lot. It was um, it had the scary episode. It had the cheesy episode. It had the really really funny episode. They they really honored the older show and made new content at the same time. Good, you know the That's older and the old in the older one. One of my favorite episodes was when they were on Cops. <laughs> yeah, I, I, awesome. I, got, I haven't rewatched that one yet. I don't think I've ever seen that one, so I'm gonna have. To oh see my it. gosh, it's so great! Like it's I was, great. I turned it on and it's like X Files. I was like, great, and then it like jumps into a Cops episode. Yeah, I was like, it's so weird. I was like, did I miss the ep- what's going on here? And like. It just gets really, really weird. Like, I don't, if you're going to rewatch it, if you're going to see it, I won't ruin it for you. I know spoilers on that one because it's so good. You're just like, holy crap, this is so cool. So we're almost at the 40 minute mark. Is it time to talk about Joss Whedon yet? <laughs> we'll get you're to him. We'll get very to him. excited about Joss. All right. So anything, any, let's know. unload everything else before we touch him because it's yes. going to take a while. I want to know what you guys are currently watching. Like, what's your, I'm going to watch this. Like, this is my weekly right now. Um, for me, it's uh, Preacher. That one. Do you have any other ones? Because I've talked about Preacher before, so I don't yeah, have you talked to, about other Preacher. than last night's episode was wild. Um, still haven't seen it, so shut up. Um, Bones. I watch Bones every week. It's still um, going? It, yeah. Um, next oh, well. season is the last season. 
Uh, I fell off two seasons ago. I guess I need to start watching again because I loved that show. Yeah. Um, it was really, really exciting cliffhanger. Um, returning of a beloved character. I won't spoil anything. I'll just say that. <laughs> Probably is. <laughs> um, the, um, oh God, it, there, there isn't a lot of TV on right now because it's in between. Um, yeah, we're in the middle of summer. When so it's they're... not in between, I'm a huge Supernatural fan as I think we all are. I need to catch up on last. We all are, but we're, we're bad. We're bad fans. We need to catch up. And, um, I was really into Sleepy Hollow and I'm glad it's coming back, but I can't imagine it lasting more for the season. Um, this year I was really into Angel from Hell. And I was really upset when I found out it got canceled. I think it was marketed badly because it was great. Which one is that? It's a 30-minute um, multi-camera um, or no. Um, what is it when it looks more real for a sitcom? Is it two camera? Uh, like modern family style? I think it's three. That might be. That might be three. It, well, whatever it is, we don't know. We're not good at technical stuff. But um, it's uh, Jane Lynch plays an angel who is... Either an angel or a crazy lady who's a guardian angel of... Um... <laughs> oh, I saw the trailers for this. I did want to see it. It got canceled? Yeah, and, well, just recent... So they canceled it after five episodes, but they've been dumping two episodes a week on Saturdays. So I've been watching, and I'm just happy that we get to see the rest of the season. They didn't pull a Firefly. Oh, that's good. Yeah. You know what I, you know what I want to start watching? I always hear about it. Everyone always says it's like one of the best shows ever. And I've actually never seen it. Like I've seen a few episodes, but I've actually never watched Seinfeld. And I kind of want to go on, on the streaming show site and watch Seinfeld. My, my mom and dad watched every single episode. I watched several episodes. It's interesting is what I'm going to say. I, I, um, another big one. Well, let me comment on Seinfeld before I go back. Um, yeah, yeah. Seinfeld's wonderful. You're going to love it. It, it, it really is the show about nothing. It's also the show about some of the worst people in New York before Always Sunny in Philadelphia did that. Yeah, that's what I heard. I heard Seinfeld is the show about really terrible people and really, like, just shitty bad people things and just getting away with it. Like, you, when the you, show started out, they're trying. They're also really likable people, so you you get attached to the characters, and it'll it's almost like a cruel <laughs> joke where you're like, wow, these people are kind of assholes. But I like them. <laughs> yeah. Um... It's the, it's, but it's okay because they're your assholes. Yeah, they're your assholes. (laughs) They're your special assholes that you enjoy. Um, I am, so this is the nerdiest show on TV right now is Mr. Robot. Oh, I need to catch up. I, I am just, every Wednesday, I am just on it. Um, I, I could probably go on for a while because I, I watch a lot. I, I keep my DVR pretty regimented. I keep a schedule to keep up with things. Like I watch Suits. Um, Suits is on its probably last season right now. Um, and I got into that because, um, what's her name? Gina Torres is on it. Yeah. And, um, I I'm just sure started, um, I just started watching Vampire Diaries. Um, Ooh, I'm sorry. No, it's good. I don't it's like it. It's only bad for the first like five episodes. It gets, re- it gets better. I, you know, and that's what I watched because people I didn't listening like- are going to be like people listening are going to be like that show's awful. But um, it's um, it's that was the opinion I had, and I actually watched the show. And there's a reason it's gone on for seven seasons. It's good. It's not just fan service to to Twilight fans. It it starts off feeling like Twilight and becomes its own thing. That's much better 
really well, it's fast. Book, it's supposed to be its own book series. I know that. It's also incredibly brutal. Yeah. Um, and I like, and and then there's some Gina Torres on it. Oh, she's on that one too? One episode. Yeah. So to go back to Mr. Robot, um, <laughs> I, I desperately need to catch up on that. Yeah, I know. Like, hey, wait, wait, can we go back to that one that we were talking about like 10 minutes ago? Um, I, I saw like, I think the first five episodes. That thing got so many awards. Oh, it's such a good show. And it is a very good show. I've, I've really looked into the cinematography and watched a lot of like nerdy the, the AV finale videos about really it. Fucked me up. Now, you know what I love about that show? They get computers and hacking correct. Like they use real shit that really makes sense and really happens. They so really, yeah, they actually yeah. did their homework. The, um, they did the their fucking homework on how it works. The person who's in charge of technical consultation for it, um, the, he said the way they do it is they research the hack, they watch someone do the hack, and then he doesn't include it on the show unless he can do it himself. Wow, that's, so that's good. He'll actually do the hack before they include it on the show. And they're really careful about making sure when actors are typing, the keystrokes match up with the show, so... You don't get that weird typing, generic typing sound with people just waggling their fingers. NCIS, oh, yeah. I'm looking at you. NCIS Cyber got, oh, not NCIS, CSI Cyber got canceled. I didn't like it. I didn't watch it. <laughs> it wasn't good. It, NCIS it, and CSI are so notorious for that computer shit. Oh, like, let me just great. hack the Pentagon, click, click, clackety, yeah. click, clackety. You're never going to use the mouse? No, mouses don't exist in this universe. They also have llama cigarettes on NCIS, which I think is hilarious. That's that. I didn't, what? I didn't yeah, that. they they do this thing where they replace brand names with similar brand names. Yeah, obviously. On the NCIS yeah. universe, they have llama cigarettes. So yeah, you never see anybody smoking camels. You see them smoking llamas. I never noticed that. Yeah, it's sad. Yeah, <laughs> um, I love being the guy who notices the things that other people don't on shows. I, that's one of the things that geeks me out about watching things. I'm always looking for the thing that nobody notices. Oh, yeah, I love finding things that you're just like, wait a minute, what? But because that's the thing I loved about Mr. Robot. Was when you talk to the right people about it, it's like you're in your own little private club. True, true. Um, you I, like the real hacking on Mr. Robot. I derailed you completely and took control. I will sit in the punishment chair now. Go ahead, Anthony. Right. But that was, that was that was the big thing I loved about it was the realism. Like they actually introduced realistic computer technology into this TV world, and it was just really cool. It was really well done. Yeah, it is. Anthony, what are you currently watching? Like, what's your weekly? <laughs> I don't have any weekly TV shows. I really don't watch a lot of TV. Wow. Okay. So yeah, my my weekly is, is playing video games. Um, I I binge watched Game of Thrones. Probably last month. Oh, I, Netflix and HBO Go count. Yep, that's pretty much what I. That's what I do. I um. I also. Okay, Anthony's under a rock. I probably no. I I'm I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. I also need to binge watch the last season of Walking Dead because I have not seen any of last season. I didn't watch any of it either. I don't. It's kind of weird watching the show now without Rick on it. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I swear, I will come to your house and try desperately to kill you and probably get murdered in return. That's a that's a fake spoiler. And then, wait, but then it's a real spoiler because now we know Rick doesn't die. God damn you! He's spoiled by not trying to spoil by trying to fake spoil. And then, or it's also, a real spoiler. <laughs> uh, 
I just have a lot of shows I need to binge watch. Is what I need to do. I need to catch up on a lot of shows that I like to that I like to watch or need to watch. It's hard. I I work a lot now. Okay, I have a lot of work to do because my job is like you're gonna get fifty hours of work every week. At least you're making the money. I know. Watching Michael. Right now, there's there's only two really two shows right now that I'm actually keeping up with concurrently on TV. And they're actually sitcoms. I was surprised. Um, it's one is called, called Baby Daddy. It's on the the new Freeform channel. It's it's actually really good. I, it makes me laugh. Anybody? Any, any names on it? Taj Maori's on it. I don't even oh. know who that is. Smart guy. Oh. Yeah, he's on it. He's still short. He's on it. Uh, did you ever watch the show Reba? Yes. No. Barbara Jean's on it. And <laughs> really. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Completely no. opposite character flip. She's not like the old like, "Hey, I'm your best friend. We're neighbors. We're awesome." She's like, "One of my kids is a disappointment. One of my kids is my golden boy, and I want to sleep with people." And I'm a Satanist. <laughs> pretty, very close. If like, she was a Satanist, that'd be very awesome. And then I'm also watching a show called Young and Hungry, and it's I'm actually young. I'm hungry. It's pretty good. It uh, I, I doubt you guys ever did, but like, you remember the, you remember the old Hannah? You remember Hannah Montana show? No, yes. it's a little a little after my time. My well, sister would the girl, watch that all the time. The girl that played Hannah Montana's best friend is the main character in the show. Like her, like the, the lady who played her, she's the main. She plays the main character. Michael, you know TV and actors in TV. You like guys, my wife knows movies and actors in movies. It's amazing. You guys are. Talking a lot. Uh, well, Michael in particular is talking a lot about our shows. I don't know, so keep going, Michael. I've never heard of any of these. It's <laughs> really, really good. Uh, well, if you've never heard of them, uh, Baby Daddy is about a young guy. He's single. He's he's, the, he's a dating fiend. He's kind of he's slightly a womanizer. But one day he gets a knock on his door, and he, somebody leaves a baby on his doorstep. The girl he slept with nine months before got pregnant by him. Had uh, had a baby girl. And she decided she wanted to be an actress, so she left her at his doorstep. And he's so it's about him raising his daughter with his friends. And his brother, for some reason, is a New York Ranger. That's pretty mean. Hockey New York Ranger. Boo! Yeah, I don't. I don't like the Rangers either. Uh, I'm from Long Island. Go Islanders! Oh my gosh, ducks, ducks all the way, motherfuckers! I, I, I apologize to no that. I apologize to our viewers that we're a nerdy podcast and we're actually excited about sports. We're going to break that stereotype a little bit. Oh, my God. NFL football's coming back. Football. We're going to watch the football. I, I haven't for a really long time. I haven't watched football since around 98. Um, but because of the Rams. You coming back? I'm you and me, back. Brian. You and me, Brian. I was about to tell you, Michael, I'm switching teams. I'm going back to Rams. We were Rams fans when I was Wait, a kid. You're losing. You're dropping the Saints. Yeah, I'm dropping the Saints because when I was a kid, we were Rams fan. We were a Rams family, and when they left, my family was like, "Fuck the Rams!" So now that they're coming back, <laughs> I'm, dro- I'm I I can't drop the 49ers because I've invested a little bit too much money into apparel. <laughs> now that they're coming back, I'm going to okay. Be like, everybody, I take this is back. a disclaimer, real quick. This is a disclaimer. I am not a delinquent and or drug dealer, but go Raiders. Raider Nation. Jeez, oh, so disappointed. <laughs> that's that's offensive to that's offensive to Raiders fans. 
They have bikers too. <laughs> and serial murderers. Don't you know, leave out those two big night, groups. Like when well, I first started in my He is a biker and a serial murderer. That's why he didn't leave those out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I started when I first started out in the meat department at my grocery store, I had a friend back there and I told him I was a Raiders fan and he stopped. Like you know, like he was like cutting a piece of meat and he stopped and he looked right at me and he goes, You can't be a Raiders fan. You're not a delinquent and or drug dealer. I was like, yeah, but I am. He goes, there's a lot about you I don't know. I just remember when we all went out for your birthday and the game was going on. And I thought that there was going to be fights in the parking lot. <laughs> oh, line. my God. Yeah. Oh, that was, that was scary. Yeah, that was that was rough. Yeah. And I yeah. looked right at you, Michael, and I'm like, those are your people, Michael. You see those Raiders fans right now, right there, screaming, starting fights? Your people. Dave and Buster's is not supposed to be a rough establishment, but no, I hung my head in shame that day because I was like, "You guys, I've built, I've worked so hard with my group of friends to be like, no Raiders, not all Raiders fans are like that. They're actually some really intelligent people." And then that happened, I was like, "Fucking string me up now!" For the (laughs) for the viewers, the that we're talking about is people throwing shit at other people's cars in the parking lot. Because yeah, their team that they don't play on and they're not actually a part of didn't win. Yeah, it was it was bad. They were people were throwing stuff at each other and cars in, in the parking lot of Dave and Buster's. Dave and Buster's. So I need to let you guys know we're almost to an hour. So if we're going to talk about Joss Whedon, we're going to have to talk about Joss Whedon. We, you know what? Let's I think we Joss should Whedon. talk about Joss Whedon. He's um, important to nerdy. He's television. very important. He's he's a, he's our champion. He's worked so hard to get nerdy stuff on TV. It's so our great. savior, our our Lord and Savior of TV. Either, either that, or he's just exploiting a really good market. <laughs> yeah, he's just smart. He can, he can make money and be awesome. I so, I've listened to him talk, and he's really nerdy. I mean, he's into sure this. Fine. I mean, and his love of musicals just throws nerd all over him. Well, oh, there was an interview. Yeah. There was an interview with him, and he goes, "Of course, the one thing I do as a smash hit is a free musical online." Yeah. Talking about Dr. Horrible Sing Along. Is two coming out this year? It's supposed to be. Everybody was on board, and there's supposed to be a a, a, a penny bot. Talking like he made it, he he makes a bot out of her. Oh, that's what? Like, uh, they, no, that that'll bring Felicia Day back. That's how because oh. they, they want Felicia Day to come back. So they're saying that's like that's a possible plot line. Let's see what Dr. Horrible 2. Uh, we're talking about Joss Whedon, and the first thing we talk about is Dr. Horrible. That's great. Because it was amazing. I loved it. Loved there it. hasn't it been any news since, like, 2015. Man, that's really breaking my heart. Uh, let's see. Past year? Neil Patrick Harris has kind of blown up since the blog. So. Joss Whedon gives Dr. Horrible 2 to update three days ago. Oh, sweet. Um, It's comicbook.com so i don't know i don't think they're really reliable actually i find their sources very reliable um at the joss whedon spotlight panel presented by dark horse comics at comic-con um took an hour taking questions if you run the gamut of all the musical i've done from dr horrible to once more with feeling you're done it's not a gamut just a sad little pair in the corner um but yes jmo and i have been talking jmo is jed whedon and Mar- um, Marissa Tankeron, I'm going to butcher that pronunciation. Um, we need to sit down and do Dr. Horrible 2, but they just had a baby and they're running a show that I'm executive figurehead of. We want to do that. So just, it's getting put off for more projects and family stuff. It's backburnered. 
And probably not even next year. So. so for those who don't know, Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog was made during the writer's strike, and it stars um, – it was created by Joss Whedon and his brother. Yeah. And it stars uh, Felicia Day, Neil Patrick Harris, and um, Nathan, Fillion. Nathan Fillion. And they're all – other than Neil Patrick Harris, who is now a Joss Whedon alum, but they were all Joss Whedon alums – who created this amazing thing to fill the void during the writer's strike. Yeah, and it was beautiful. And it's uh, wonderful. You can find it online pretty easy. My favorite song probably is have Brand to pay New for Day. It. My favorite song is Brand New Day. Oh, yeah. I think everybody's favorite song is Brand New Day. Oh, yeah. My favorite joke is The Hammer is My Penis. Yo, yeah, I was just thinking that. <laughs> huh, the Hammer's My Penis. <laughs> oh, my mom uh, laughed her ass off at that, and I was so happy. <laughs> oh, um. Here we go. little nerdy trivia. Where, at the end of Dr. Horrible Sing-Along Blog, is Death Ray. What other Joss Whedon project does that gun appear? Oh, you got um, me. I don't know. I'm going to take a guess here and say that it was in Firefly. It was on Buffy. Anthony is partially right. He's got a, but do you know where in Firefly it was? Why are you getting so specific? You he said obviously what? doesn't know, Michael. Stop being a <laughs> trivia bully. The spaceship. The spaceship. Well, no, I. It's a pretty blatant, a pretty blatant show that's uh, of the item. So I was just wondering if he knew. The but no, spaceship. he did get it right. He did get it right. It was Firefly. It was the sonic gun that the Purple Bellies, the, the Alliance soldiers, used in the episode where they go to the hospital on Ariel. What the fuck, so, dude? So the gun like, on so all they did, the all Joss Whedon did was they, change the colors and have reused, him hold the gun upside down. They reused the gun from Firefly and used it on Doctor Horrible. Doctor yeah. Horrible came after Firefly. They literally, Firefly. all he did, literally, all he did was change, was re, have it repainted and had them hold it upside down. So let's do a quick little list of Joss Whedon shows. Seriously, and, uh, we yeah. got. We start with. Do we start with Buffy? I would start. Um, with, I would probably start with Buffy because that. So we got shit. Buffy. Who I had Buffy parties at my house. Yeah, that show when was Buffy was on. Amazing. I I was in I think I was in middle school when it first came out, and I watched it like a lot. Like it was a little bit darker than like the movie was, but it was still really funny, and I I loved it. I thought the show was great. All right, let's make Brian feel old because it came out the year I graduated from high school. <laughs> I'm sorry. And season one sucks. It's I'm there's some good stuff, but it mostly sucks. The season finale was good. Yeah. Um, season two is amazing. Loved season two. Yeah, season two was great. Fell in love with David Boreanaz immediately. I'm still in love with David Boreanaz. That's why I watch I'm, Bones. Yeah, that's why I was watching it too. It's because I love him. He's great. And he's great on that show. Um, Seely Booth. The, and it just launched the careers of so many actors and actresses. Oh, I, I met Nicholas Brendan not that long ago. I went to Frank and Sons in LA and. Really? He was yeah, there? I went there because he was there and he was nice. He, he is? Was so nice. We talked so- about, we talked about depression because that's his big cause because he suffers from depression. Oh, and I didn't know that. He was just so, he was so, um, supportive and friendly and like right away when we talked about depression because I've suffered from depression. I don't know if you guys know. No, uh, I do. You've told me before, and I, I have to. Uh, it, it's, it's hit me kind of hard at and times. A, and immediately after I talked to him about it, he he just he was just he didn't go. He didn't do the oh that I'm sorry to hear that. He did the um, how is it for you? How do you deal with it? Do you need help? Do you need tips? 
like right that's away. Really, that's like, he really took cool. His time and he he was he that was, shows that like, he's invested. Yeah, Nicholas Nicholas Brendan is an A plus guy. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, he he was like, he was fantastic, and I've heard so much from other people who've gone to things where he was, and um, unfortunately, he charged a ridiculous amount of money for autographs, so I didn't do that, and but. Uh, the cool thing he did was he goes, do you want to buy anything? And I went, I really can't. I can't afford it. It's too expensive. And he goes, hugs are free. That's, oh, that's cool. That's a cool guy. I, so, I, I want to meet him now. I want to meet him too. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, yeah, so that's my my big nerd out. Yeah, that's that's really cool. I yeah, I, I watched Buffy. It was really cool. I liked it. I I didn't know it was a Joss Whedon project until after I started diving into uh, Firefly's uh, back lore. Yeah. Fire- so was it Nathan Fillion a badass when he came to Buffalo? <laughs> <laughs> he was such an evil, hateful character. He was great. Uh, Buffy, he- yeah, Buffy so was trivia, sh- who did Nathan Fillion play on Buffy? That's what I'm trying to remember now because I'm like drawing a blank on this. And I watched it all. <laughs> he played Caleb, the evil priest, in the last season. He played a misogynistic woman hate, woman murderer. You're right, he did. Oh my uh, gosh, I remember that now. He was a, wonderful. He was, he was badass, but at the same time, I was like, dude, I hope you Shit. die. And he was on for multiple episodes. Now, we go from Buffy. We got Angel, which I loved. That was my, like, that was my thing. Right it was there. good, but it wasn't as good as Buffy, but it was good. Oh, it gets pretty damn good. I mean, we get Angel as a puppet, which is the best thing ever. That was one of my favorite yeah. episodes. Well, I love when he, like, Spike looks at him and he goes, you're a Spike. You're a don't do it. You're a bloody puppet. <laughs> oh, just, once again, you got the line spot on. That was the exact line. That was one of my favorite things. I loved it. Smile time was the episode. It was in the yeah, last smile season. Time Some of the, the best episode. episodes were in the last season. And yeah. they were sure it was going to go on, and it got pulled. They they found out they were going to get canceled. That was when um, they decided to kill Wesley's character because it. They were actually going to have Wesley maintaining a relationship with Lyra, moving on. Oh, really? And they decided to kill him instead. Yeah. Oh, they found out they were going to be canceled. Yeah, he flat out said he said if if the show's going to get canceled, I want to have a nice death. I want that to be what's remembered. He went out a hero. Show. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that broke my heart when Wesley died. I was but like, I, no, I think he was I redeeming think, himself. So, listeners, if you haven't watched Angel, check it out. It's a great show from really season good. one, uh-huh. and it gets a little weird. And it you might abandon it in the second to last season. Um, well, um, Gina Torres, I'm talking about you when you come yeah. on the show. It is just gets so weird and hard to watch. But it she has I like, some of the best episodes okay. ever, and the last. The last season is amazing. It's, it's so just great. so cool. Um, I'm going to say this, and I don't know if you're going to agree with me, call me a pariah or whatever, but I think after, I think it's season three. Yeah, I think it's season three. The Cordelia storyline with her and Angel is just a big clusterfuck, and it drives me nuts. So, hmm. yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And she had become such a good character on the show to see her, her story go so bad. And that, yeah. that connected to that weird Gina Torres storyline. Yeah. That's like, that's where you like, I was just like, what the hell? It, it drove me nuts, but I loved when they got the hotel. That one was like really cool. He got the hotel and he, oh, like, and it was real horror too. It was a oh, good yeah. horror episode. Yeah. Just, when they first, oh, when they first went there. Show for Angel a little while. It was such a, such a great show. It was, oh, I loved it. 
uh, when they Did brought. Did you watch it, Anthony? I, I only saw like I only saw like a. I mostly watched a bit bits and pieces of like the first season, and I kind of stopped. I was more of into Buffy when I was around that age, and I just I watched a lot of Buffy, but not so much the uh, so much Angel. No, you you're know, you're a crier when you watch things, aren't you? On occasion. Uh, did you cry when when you did you cry when Doyle died? Yes. Oh my! I did. No, no. I'm asking Anthony. I'm putting him on the spot. Did you cry? Oh. Did you cry, Anthony? Don't feel bad if you didn't. I don't think I did. You're a monster. I know. <laughs> You're I know. A, I'm not a monster. I cried when. Oh a, my god. I'm not a, I'm not, yeah, oh. just. I didn't cry when Doyle died. Fuck that character. No, I like Doyle. <laughs> Fuck you. I, I really did, and his and his death was very noble. Plus, he had a really cool demon face. I I'm going to backtrack a little bit and just apologize because there there was a tragedy with that character, that actor who played Doyle, because they wanted to bring him back, and unfortunately, what? the actor died under very tragic circumstances. He, he did. Him. That's was, why yeah. he never came back. That's never, why he never came back. Shit, I never read that. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, why do you think we haven't seen him on Big Bang Theory? Oh shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, you know, if he was still around, he would be on Big Bang Theory at some point. Yeah, he would have shown up at least once. <sighs> How did he die? Drug overdose. Damn, that sucks. But that's uh, that's conjecture. I, I think they the family didn't want to reveal it. And just to say, it, you know, they, 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 they didn't give all the details. But that was the, the main. If you look, if, if you say, how did he die on Google, it pops up with drug overdose. Don't do drugs, kids. Sad. Because I liked that character. Uh, you know, my other favorite character uh, was Fred. So, yeah, Fred was great. I love and I wish Buffy had kept going so Fred could jump back onto Buffy. She would have been good going to Sunnydale. Oh, my yeah. gosh. And amazing. So I love, watching, I love watching the episodes that have Felicia Day as a Slayer cadet. <laughs> that shit was adorable. It was amazing. Yeah, a little, little, little mini Felicia Day. I, I can she slay would... demons and vampires, too. She was talking uh, in an interview and they asked her about her time on Buffy and she goes, it was really scary because we'd walk in to start filming the next episode and they would hand us a script and we'd all go to the end where and find out which one of us died because they never told us in advance. They got the scripts day of. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. And so they would. And so they're like, so that's why the deaths were like, seemed so shocking is because they'd be like, and you're dead. They yeah, did like a when pretty darn good died. job on their acting then, because, mm. I mean, if all those <clears> girls were getting stripped stay of and none of them had a robotic performance, or it must have just been very well directed. I, I think it was very well directed. Plus, I think Felicia Day is a pretty good actor. Like uh, when fucking Buffy died. Oh, my God. I lost my mind. I was like, whoa, whoa, you can't kill her. What the fuck? Oh, whenever Dawn first shows up. That's yeah. 20-year-old spoilers. <laughs> I was like... No, when that happened, I was like, does this mean the show's over? Yeah. Is it and over? Then, and then they bring her back from heaven, and oh, just that was... Well, when the, when the show fuck. first came back, and you see Buffy running through the cemetery, I was like, what did I miss? Is this the premiere? It can't be the premiere. And they're like, oh, it's a Buffy robot. I went, we can do that? So, so going from Angel, what's next on the list, Brian? Next on the list is Firefly, because Firefly came out during Buffy and Angel. Oh, I was so still going. It was technically his heyday. So sad. I love that. That was my show. Fox mm. is what really screwed them over because they made the pilot the season the season finale and made the train job, which is episode two, the first episode. Yeah, they put everything out of order. They never explained what time it was on. They always switched the days it was on. Like it was impossible to actually be into the show 
I personally the fact that the pilot, which is very a clean cut pilot, which is a very good introduction to the show, it's amazing, and saying, oh no, it'd work better as a season finale. I just think that an executive had it out for Scott, uh, for Joss Whedon. I think he just had it out for him. They fucked that. They fucked that up. Bad. Because if that way, if the pilot would have been episode one, like it was supposed to be, it would have been. It would still be on today. I think that and near the end of the show, the reason why they canceled it is because the ratings dropped. But the ratings only dropped because while the show was on, they did a baseball game, and yeah, they used those ratings numbers even though nobody could see the show. Yeah, they were, it was mainly, it was in most, most everywhere, it was on during a baseball day. They hit the runtime during a baseball game. Plus, the times it was on, uh, like it was actually running, they're pitting it up against ridiculous, well founded shows. They, they didn't give it a chance. I think they should have gave it a season two. And this yeah. is before the day when you couldn't just watch it on demand or watch it online if you missed it. Yeah. So yeah. That, that was the biggest problem was first off, like I said, switching days around, switching the timelines around like, oh, it's on at seven. It's like, no, now it's on at eight. Now it's on at six. And it's like, what the fuck? How am I supposed to ever watch this? It was so good. And I loved it. It's 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 one of my things where it's like 14, uh, 15 hours of, of joy, lifetime of withdrawal. So, Michael, quick, quick lightning trivia. What's River's last name? Sam. What's your brother's first name? Simon. Uh, that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible lightning trivia. <laughs> I win! Yay! <laughs> yeah, but you got you got a band-aid. <laughs> and, and you're not allowed to do any more deep cut, deep cut Firefly trivia. We'll, no. we'll save those for future calls. <laughs> no! Like, what was the name of the extra that stood behind I don't the go back. one deep. episode? You, I don't you, know that. You go deep, Michael. Pretty fucking deep when it comes to Firefly. Holy shit. Love that shit. Well, what voltage was the light bulb of the main hall of the ship? What the fuck, Michael? You know this? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no, I'm a brown coat till I die. I don't care. It's a good show. It was. Like, it really was. Uh, what show did Nathan Fillion wear his Mal costume on? Castle. Castle which was, ugh, oh my god, I was so mad how they handled was, the, the last season. That was a funny episode. I, I love that episode. I avoided the last season. Yeah, I didn't like it. Oh, they they renewed it and then canceled it after they'd already done the last episode. So they yeah. had to go back and reshoot an ending, and it was awful. Because well, I know they were having Beckett leave, and then for the in the last season they're having Beckett leave, and then like they renewed it, and it was going to be Castle with somebody else. And then they actually told from what this is what I heard. I, I I don't have any credibility on this, but what I heard is Nathan Fillion found out that she wasn't going to come back. Like her leaving was her leaving, and he goes Shit. and he was like, "I'm out. You there's no show." Damn, I didn't know that. And that's that why they can't. So I got a friend who listens to this podcast. Let's call him Bob. Okay, Bob. Bob Ross? is going to get really mad if we get the next if the, if we get the next. Joss Whedon show wrong because he's a huge fan of it. So what's the next Joss Whedon show, guys? Don't piss off Bob. Don't piss off Bob. I mean, I'm not saying anything because I'm drawing a blank. Dollhouse. Dollhouse. I was Dollhouse. Gonna see Dollhouse. Okay. Yes, I watched it. I never saw it actually. Oh, it's so I good. You, you I can watched. Find a way to binge it. Binge it. It's so good. I watched most of it. I got a little confused. Shows the binge. <laughs> it's um, and you can see the influence Dollhouse had in Joss Whedon's writing style. I mean, you see Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, you can. Oh, uh, and Dollhouse pulls from a lot of the influence from the other shows. Like you get an evil organization like Wolfram and Hart from Angel. Um, you get a lot, and it's just so differently done. 
you get to see Alan Tudyk play a bad guy. Which was neat. Which was very neat. I enjoyed that. Yeah, I never actually saw Dawn. He actually makes a pretty good bad guy. And I'm like, see the show for the first time. but And then I tell you spoilers right away. <laughs> I kind of tuned out, so that's okay. I had no idea. <laughs> I, 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 I sensed the spoilers coming and I was like, I should just stop paying attention for a little while. <laughs> but no, it's really good. I enjoyed it. And then the next Whedon show, which is technically a Joss Whedon show, even though it's done by his brother. But it's produced by Joss Whedon? Shield. Agents of Shield. Agents of Shield. Which I, I the first season I had an issue with. Another show I don't watch. <laughs> I actually didn't like the first season. Second season, I started to come around. And then I like, lost track. I watched all of it and watched all of Agent Carter. I liked Agent I'm Carter. I'm a little mad that they canceled. They yeah. shouldn't have. They I, really know you got, I know you got big into S.H.I.E.L.D., Brian. I'm big into everything. I watched I watched last season. I really liked last season of uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. Agents. Yeah. I just um, got on board with something for the first time that... Um, that everyone watches that I just started watching. Hmm. America's Got Talent. Oh, why would you watch that? Oh, yeah. it's great. It's like the gong show. And I loved the gong show when I was a kid. Yeah, uh, I could do without it. Oh, I actually got into America's Got Talent because I was watching the highlights on YouTube. And just because I like variety shows. And then I was like, I have to start watching this show. And I just started watching it for the first time this year, even though I'd been watching it off and on on YouTube for a while. Well, I mean, that's what I do is I, I watch a lot of the highlights. Yeah, and stuff. yeah and people the, people post things and I go like, oh, that was neat. Okay, whatever. The one highlight I remember the best that I watched was the Samurai, was Little Samurai Girl. But I don't I don't like um, the singers. I skip them. I skip them since I watch it on Hulu. Yeah, it's such- um, uh, But I did watch a singer recently that um, made me tear up. Um, this guy did a rendition of... Um, Creep by Radiohead. That was just the best version of it I've ever ever heard. Really, really have to look it up. And because of YouTube, you can do that easily. You know, it's a show we all need to watch, and I don't know if you guys watch it, but I want to start watching it because I hear it's amazing. Flash. Oh, I watch. I've watched I watch every it. episode. It's, you know what? I take it back. That is one I watch. <laughs> and I hear that they are going to be introducing the Flashpoint paradox in the new season. Yes, and they're going to introduce uh, Kid Flash or Impulse. It's going to be so cool. And some Flash in a black costume. Some new Flash in a black costume. That's the well, new... Is that part of the Flashpoint Paradox thing, or is that just like a different... The, they All they've shown is behind-the-scene pictures of a guy in a black Flash costume. Well, that could be Zoom. Because it my, knowledge, like Zoom. my knowledge of Flash is very little, and some people from work explain some stuff to me, and they're like, yeah, the Flashpoint Paradox, he like goes so fast, he goes back in time and changes shit and shit. Well, in the, the original crazy. Flashpoint Paradox, Barry Allen runs back, caps the Speed Force, runs back in time, and stops his mother from being murdered. And it causes a temporal shockwave throughout the world, and it changes the world. So when he goes back to the future, the world shit is horribly shit. Shit ain't cool, bro. Uh, if, if you guys don't mind. If, if, just if, watch the movie. Oh, yeah, There's watch the movie. movie. It handles it really well. Yeah, watch the Flashpoint Paradox anime. It's amazing. It's and you're just like, holy shit. That's how I got introduced to Flashpoint Paradox. So the I should comic watch the gets a lot more complicated where oh, yeah. he didn't just, when he changed it back, it rebooted the universe to be different. It didn't yeah. come back the same way no. it was. And it also was- merged a couple of the different subsidiaries that Marvel had acquired. So there were superheroes from other comics that yeah. are now part of uh, that DC had acquired. Well, I screwed those two up. That DC had acquired 
So it included so characters from other series like Vertigo and stuff are now part of the DC continuity. And Drifter is now oh, okay. main that's, continuity. That's, that's, that's pretty crazy. He um, there's also it also spawned a, a mini series for Batman. I can't remember the name of it, but it's actually a it's like six issue run explaining Thomas Wayne's Batman and how he fights the Martha Wayne Joker. Well, if we're gonna talk about Batman in DC and TV shows, we all gotta mention, of course. Um, Gotham. That was a good show. I was just about to say that. Um, I, if you haven't figured it out already, I watched so much TV that there was no way I can include everything I watched <laughs> earlier. Um, yeah, I, I the watched season. every episode of Gotham, watched the whole second season. It's I haven't seen the second season, but first season, mm, top notch. Like, oh my God, such a good show. I loved it. Oh, I love Gotham. And I'm, it makes me so happy to hear you say that because I, you know, people, Gotham's goofy. I mean, Gotham doesn't really know. How to I keep like Gotham. the same tone. I, I, like I like how it's it. serious, then it's campy, and yeah, I don't mind it. I like that. I think it's interesting. The one, the one big problem I've had with it in the last, and maybe the, just the last season alone, is they made Mister Freeze, uh, Mister Freeze, way too fast. Here's the thing that I that I started doing to make my my viewing pleasure of Gotham a lot better. I stopped focusing on Gordon because the Gordon stories are eh, okay. It's him being detective. Whatever. We've seen that a million times. Good cop, bad cop. He's trying to be a cop, even when he's not a cop. Yeah. He's not a cop, but he's a cop. Here is what I started doing. I started putting a lot of focus into the penguin and watching him become the penguin. Oh, you took the words out of my mouth. And then all of a sudden, the show show went from okay to, wow, this is really fucking amazing. I love love watching the penguin become the penguin. Holy shit, the guy they got to pick, the, the, the actor they picked, perfect. And he did so good. He has Cobble to dye Pots. his hair black like every week. So yeah, you've Cobble seen Pots. you've seen season you haven't seen season two, right? I haven't seen yet. Now I'm going to tell you something about season two. It's not a big spoiler. It's just something that's going to get you excited. Is that okay, Anthony? It's this is good. You're going to like this. I trust you. Paul Rubens plays the Penguin's father. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I heard they, yeah. I heard they, dude, dude, that was good. You're going to like so it. Cool. So this is the only podcast on the internet with people talking excited about Gotham. <laughs> no, that's not we true. love the show. Well, did you, it doesn't get bad ratings. You know who the guy? Okay, I can't it. remember his name, but his last name is Pertwee. Is um, Pertwee? You know who his dad was? The guy who plays Alfred. You know who his yeah. dad? Was? Who was his dad? Uh, the doctor number two. No, number three. three. Number three. He was the th- his dad was the third doctor. So um, that is the most important show we have not mentioned as far as TV goes. Doctor yeah, Doctor. actually, wow. It's we because all... we're in a long hiatus, so we don't think about it. Yeah, that's true. We have to wait but, till Christmas and then have next year. Well, let's just do a quick check. You know what? This is because we're being punished with, with a long hiatus. So Why don't we do a Doctor Who episode? We're going to do a whole Doctor Anthony, Who. Anthony, you don't watch it, though, do you? I do yes. watch Doctor Who. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm going to binge the Capaldi stuff before we do an episode. Anthony on pretends to watch it. He's, he's, he's a fake Doctor Who fan. Uh-uh. 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 No. No. I went from Chris Eccleston, and I, wa- and I watched all the way up, and I'm up to Capaldi. Okay? I need to binge watch Capaldi. All right. Because Tenet was my doctor. All right, so... Um, who is your doctor, Brian? We're just going to do this real quick. Who is who is my favorite doctor? I have, a, I have a couple. Because my doctor was... Um, the TARDIS Tom lands Baker. in front of your door, and the door opens. The hand that reaches out to take you on as a companion, uh, whose hand is it? Matt Smith. I can see that. Um, but my the doctor I grew up with was Tom Baker. Tom Baker. That's who I grew up I with. I figured that much. And when I was I a little a, kid, I, I didn't understand the whole episodes. regeneration thing. So it would be I, like... 
a different doctor would be on and I'd be like, I don't get it. I don't understand this. <laughs> I watched I watched the Tom Baker stuff and I liked it and then it just disappeared for me. I never got to see anything else. I need to watch the Tom Baker stuff. I, I hear super great things about how he handled the, the doctor character. He was a great doctor. Watch his first episode. I think it's called The Robot. I think it is. Um, and it's, it's, it, he's, it's, he's wonderful, yeah. His regeneration episode is what they based actors how they treat regeneration in um the new show uh, can, I just, when can, I just, out? can i when just he regenerates give, in uh, when he regenerates in can i just give them some super mad props of coming up with the regeneration idea in the first place That's fucking awesome. genius they were just like wait a minute sooner or later this guy is not going to be alive anymore and we're going to need a new person to be the doctor he regenerates bam fucking genius they did it because um hartnell the first doctor, um, he was just too, he was having health problems. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, he's going to, I didn't mean the doctor is going to die. I mean, the actor is going to die. I don't think they did it because he was going to die. I think they did it just because it was affecting his acting. He was, he wasn't able to focus on the show anymore. He was just, he was having trouble and he was getting very sick. There's, um, is it called Adventures in Time and Space, the documentary? Yes. Or the, the, the the show about the movie documentary. It's great. It's, um, it's, I played Filcher. In Harry Potter, he plays Filch. Yeah, Filch. Filch, not Felcher. Felcher is a whole different thing. <laughs> yeah, Filch. Sorry, I always call him Felcher. I don't know why. Uh, don't call him Felcher. <laughs> You'll give people the wrong message. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, played the guy who played Filch. He uh, he plays Arnold in the movie, and it's really good. Speaking of him, one of my favorite TV shows is The Strain. Oh, and he's, he's in it. That. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, that, that disease killing people post-apocalyptic go on my facebook profile when you get a chance after the show i'm going to put this on the the podcast facebook page um him and his another one of the leads from the strain did this music video which is the funniest dang thing i have seen in a long time about this hadn't watched the strain watch this music video you will laugh so hard they did it for the panel at comic-con and fortunately they put it online for us we're gonna watch it that sounds cool we have to watch but yeah, so well, so, doc, so back back backtrack a little bit to your other question, yeah. Anthony. Who is your doctor? You know, probably Matt Smith because I hear everyone say that your doctor is based on your first Doctor Who you've seen, and my the first one I saw was a Matt Smith episode. That's and the I doctor did, that would come out of the TARDIS if he landed at your door, and he just seems like him and I would mesh character wise. That'd be fun. Like that's him my, and I would get along. Well, for me, my first Doctor actually, my Doctor actually isn't my first Doctor because I watched Eccleston from Episode One, and I really liked him. I thought he was a great Doctor. He's great. I, yeah, he was. Great. I wanted to see him go on more. But David Tennant, that's my doctor. That TARDIS lands at my door. It's got to be David Tennant holding his hand out. You know who would probably come out of the TARDIS and get me to go, though? Who? Um, Jack Harkness. <laughs> <laughs> like, he yeah. doesn't, like yeah. the doctor doesn't step out of the TARDIS. He's just like, hey, you um, can you open the door and get him? I'm busy. Because <laughs> all I would hear was, hi, Captain Jack Harkness. And then from behind him from the TARDIS door, I'd hear, not now. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like why not we really should talk about this on another episode like yeah, doctor yeah we'll do a whole, whole doctor episode. episode we'll do a whole doctor okay episode. well guys i think it's time we do the one thing that is a lot of fun besides talking about what we love and that's finding out what we did nerdy this week Who will 
win this week? Who wins this week's What's Nerdy With You? Um, Let's start with... I don't like going first. Anthony. Okay. So, been doing a lot of gaming, of course. That's what I always do. So, what was... I had this in my head, the nerdy thing that I did. Obviously, downloaded some new games. I obviously... Anthony is not prepared. Well, we got him at, like, really bad. It was bad, yeah. Well, it was just, it was a, it was not a week for nerdy stuff. It was a lot of work, a lot of... Did you play any Pokemon Go? I played some on my phone. Oh, here's the nerdy thing I did. I, my grandpa owns, that's the own, he has a garden in his backyard. So we growing like corn, we're growing squash, and all this stuff. I decided that I was going to go to Home Depot, buy some pepper plants, and I have now planted peppers. I have some jalapenos, some serranos, some... Um, what uh, what are those? The the, the basic red peppers, uh, cayenne peppers, and habaneros. Because I want to one day make my own hot sauce. That is nerdy. I think that's pretty nerdy. And I want to name it. You guys are gonna love this name. El Gringo Loco. <laughs> the crazy white person. <laughs> the crazy <laughs> foreigner. <laughs> so that was that was my nerdy thing this week was planting. Peppers. That's pretty good. I knew we'd find something. There's always that one thing that we did. Brian? I, so for the listener, so we were, we just went, as of this call, I just put episode one on because this week I sat down with, um, musician on audio technician Daniel Cross, good friend of mine, to record the music that you heard at the beginning of the podcast. And, um, it was amazingly uh, – it was a part of nerddom that I'd never really gotten into before. We opened Audacity, and he goes, lay down a click track. And I'm like, what the heck is that? And <laughs> I have to look up how to do it. I put this thing on. It's like a metronome track. And he then takes my shitty computer microphone and records this multi-track masterpiece of – he does all the musical instruments with his mouth. He does all, and, and then at the end, he does this thing. He goes, put down another track. I got to lay down a pad. And I'm like, what the heck is that? Um, where he lays down one note in the entire key of the whole thing, where he just sings a note during the thing to bring the whole thing together. And it came out, it came out so cool. So my big nerdy thing was going online and figuring out how to use Audacity and just sitting down with this amazing talent to make the music that you hear at the beginning and the end of the podcast. Um, we took his song that he'd already previously recorded um, called Wasted and used the the guitar riff from the beginning to create the rock riff that you hear at the beginning of the podcast when Michael mm-hmm. starts talking. And Which that was just such a cool thing. And then I got the podcast live. So, so that's a very nerdy thing. So y'all go take a Daniel Cross. That's so, fucking awesome. Yeah. Please, and I, I will be sharing his stuff on the Facebook page. Um, if you haven't figured out already, we recorded um, several episodes, one week at a time. Um, finally got the first one up. So there's going to be some weird time things when you listen to the episodes as to when they're up and stuff like that. Like as of today, I'm putting up episode two. And um, we did the jingle way later. That's the reason why they're going up so late because we didn't want to put them up until we actually had the music. So yeah, I got to sit down and do that. And I, I – it was – it felt like just a computer thing that I'd never done before. And I got to gaze in wonder at learning all this stuff and 
going online and learning little things. It was just fun. I, I, I can't get over how cool it was. Thank you, Daniel, yeah. for coming out and doing that with me and yeah. helping me set that up. Yeah, and, and willing to, to work with us. That's awesome. So what would you guys think of the jingle? Because he told me to ask it during this episode. Oh, I loved it. It was It's great. It's cool. Yeah, and I got the cool. sound bite of it while I was sitting in in an ER with the family issue. I, it actually really brightened my day. And and the whole like doing the instruments with your mouth thing, that is actually very, very nerdy, actually. So it, it fits acapella. so perfectly. Yeah. Well, I like how we, he recorded it in four track on his phone when he sent us the pitch for the idea. And I didn't even know you could do that. And then I was, I was still skeptical. I was like, how is, is this going to be great? And we, we finally listened to it. I'm like, yeah, it's kind of cheesy. And then it goes into the rock rift and it's just perfect. It's nerdy and awesome and everything we stand for. It's so metal. And not metal at the same time. And not metal at the same time. <laughs> Which makes it nerdy yet bitching. You can't see it because this is an audio podcast, but Devil Horn, yeah. Meh, meh, when we, meh, do, meh, when meh. we do a music podcast, we'll have him on. We'll play some <laughs> clips of his music. You'll get to check him out. I'll put a link to his yeah. iTunes so you can check out samples of his album, and uh, it, yeah. it, it'll be really cool. Because so, I would really like to promote this. Michael, what was nerdy with you? What was the nerdiest thing you did this week? Mine was actually in conjunction with a gift I got. I got my wife and mother-in-law actually saw that I was really excited that about this month's Loot Crate, which is futuristic because it had shows that they knew I liked on it. I and got it. So they surprised me with my Loot Crate. Woo! Awesome! We both got the Loot Crate. My- and so that's not the nerdy thing I did because that was actually done for me. The nerdy thing I did was I immediately opened everything, flipped the box inside out, set it up for display, and it is now sitting on full proud nerd display on my kitchen island. And it has been there since I got it. Forty. Is it a nerd box on display? Yep. I flipped you it. And, and not only did I put the, the loot crate, <laughs> I actually flipped the box inside out like it, like you're supposed to with the, the inside crate. on the outside, and it's on full display. Like you the ship out. looks like it's coming in. The ship's there. The Mega Man's there. Jesus, dude! You said a loot crate box on display. That is as pretty, pretty fucking nerdy. Like, like proud. Holy display. shit. Oh. And the dedication plaque for the Enterprise that comes in the loot crate, I'm actually going to uh, put a magnet on the back of it and, and make it, an, instead of having it be a restickable sticker, it's going to be a fridge magnet. I'm going to put it on my computer. That's what a lot of people are saying there. Like, I was, I was looking online and people that said they got it. That's what they said they're going to do. It's like, it's going to become a computer. Dude. Oh, and then the Rick and Morty shirt. Ugh. That Rick and Morty shirt is so awesome. <laughs> oh, I wish I would have gotten that. Yeah, it, it's a it's a blueprint. The Rick and Morty is actually a blueprint for the blueprint for the yeah. How do you guys decorate your computers anyway? What do you got on them? For my laptop, because I'm on the the desktop tablet thing, there's like no decoration on it. But for my laptop, I actually have this really big like sticker that I got a long time ago, and it's a, a bloody chainsaw, and it says, "In case of zombie apocalypse, follow me." And you, got- Anthony. So. My computer case, um, I've mentioned it before, It in the front of it, it has a giant uh, single helix tube with the coolant flowing through it for the water cooling for the um, you know, Brian, the for this CPU. So it's got this really cool like uh, breathing tube case in the front with a red helix flowing uh, coolant through it. And on the side, I have all my stickers for all my products of... For all my obviously product placement of my PC components, so it's got MSI stickers. It's got 
um, stickers that I got from my gaming keyboard and gaming mouse, which I got from Naga Razor. So, you know, just my general tech computer stuff oh. to display what shit in, is in the PC. You know what, Anthony? Also, hmm. You know what? I still don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to say, I also have NASCAR stickers on my laptop. Of course you do. Of course you do. I'm, I, it, I'm, I'm, I'm masking my jealousy. You have nothing on your laptop. I don't decorate my computer or my, my laptop. I do my desk. I have um, an Avengers decal, um, two Think Geek monkeys, and a collection of white zombie magnets. Nice. That's pretty cool. I used to decorate my dresser. Who won this week, guys? Who do we think won? You know what? I vote I, for myself. Of course you do. <laughs> I think I got a... Uh, I don't know. I did something for the I I did some for the podcast. Not like you guys work for this thing. I I put it all the time. I did all the after nice. the powerhouse. Oh, nice. <laughs> there for the vote, he's, my man. He's I would say secretly, but he's not secretly. He is publicly displaying his displeasure for us. <laughs> How bad do you hate us, man? <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll know when I'm doing it by myself. <laughs> <laughs> He's okay, going to record Brian hate tracks while he's... I guess, I guess I'll, I'll vote for Brian. So, Brian, what's nerdy with you this week? Brian wins again! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, yeah. Jeez. Uh, actually, you don't have a wife or kid. It's hard to keep up with you. <laughs> I actually kind of think Anthony's was pretty... No, I'm going to go with Brian on this one. Actually. Yeah, he did the uh, he did the audio. I, You know what? I... When I got a loot crate, I threw my box away. So I threw I'm my box away, Michael. Too. So it's a three-way tie this week. Yeah, nobody's a loser. Only because when you told your story, Anthony, it made me think of Dexter Holland, who is the nerdiest musician. <laughs> in the world. Um, Dexter Holland from Offspring, who has the Gringo Bandito hot sauce, and is also a um, oh, please don't get this wrong, Brian. He's a molecular biologist. What? Yeah, you go go. Um, Watch the go back through the Nerdist podcast and look for the Dexter Holland interview. It talks about how he went back to school after the band got big and he finished his degree and he's now working and he's study he's trying to cure HIV. That's amazing. It, well, he's doing research that will help with that. Yeah. Um, and part of the reason how he wrote the song um, "Come Out and Play" is um, he had two elements that if they if they touched each other, they would explode. So he said, I have to keep these separated. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. That, that song makes more sense. I like now. it. That's, yeah. It, makes <laughs> I like it. it, it inspired an entire song about youth gang violence. <laughs> Jesus. Nice. I like that. That's awesome. It's a three way tie. Yay. Socialism. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but no. Um, yeah. Brian, in case you didn't know, every single loot crate box flips it inside out. Oh no. I, I knew that. I made a conscious decision to say fuck it and throw it in the trash. <laughs> You're a sad, sad little man. I, you know, you can insult me all you want, but I did give you the limited edition Joker pop figure. And you're my friend, and that's your decision to throw it away, which is probably smart because, you know, you don't like clutter. You don't need clutter. That's a good thing. <laughs> God, he's got us both by the jewels. <laughs> How do I have Anthony by the jewels? Anthony's in Siberia. It's hard to reach him. They're, they're oh. probably all, like, inside them anyway because of how cold it is. Yeah, but you sent me away, so I need you to send me back home. <laughs> You're the one holding the plane ticket. 
Well, Please like, let me know, come back. I don't want to be on field report anymore. I paid those ex-KGB officers to steal his passport after he got there. <laughs> yeah, those two dudes in the fedoras and the long coats. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All the fur, yeah, that, those guys. Tune in for- next week for the saga of Anthony and where we send him next. We're going to miss you, man. Be somewhere warm. <laughs> Antarctica. <laughs> so we're at an hour and 40. So you know what? Guys, I think today has been a really good call. We we talked about a lot yeah. of good, dirty TV, things we like, stuff that was, and stuff we still like. Anybody who wants to, you know, get in touch with, with us, you know, I you can get me at my Twitter, which is at Guardian Kiba. Or, Brian, do you have anything that I'm at 12 Hour Half Day and at Unvoiced, at 12 Hour Half Day on Twitter and at Unvoiced Visions on Instagram. Yes. And Anthony? I will have a, um, I will have a Facebook link for the podcast very soon. It is not currently live, but it'll probably be live by the time this is up. Yes. Anthony, do you have anything? I will have something soon. I need to set up a new Twitter specifically. I, I plan on setting up my own specific Twitter for the podcast. Not because I don't trust people being all like snooping in my business, but because I don't actually use my real Twitter. So I was like, maybe I should just make a Twitter for this and I'll use that Twitter. Yeah, so look forward to that Twitter coming to you soon. We'll, we're having a Facebook page go live very soon. Uh, and of course, just, uh, thanks for being here. So, everybody, we, wa- we watched, we listened to each other talk about very nerdy TV, things we liked, things we probably didn't know. All hail that the altar that is Joss Whedon and nerdy TV. And I just gotta say, everybody that's been Nerd Pregnant Radio for the week, stay nerdy, stay informed, stay awesome. Show. We're the champions of the show.